0: Hey, hey. Jesse, we finally got here. There he
1: goes. We've been. How are you doing, Greg? And welcome to the show. Hey, uh, it's glad to be back. Glad to be on
0: the show today. How you guys doing?
1: It's been. We're doing fine, thank you. We've been doing pretty darn well. Show's still going strong. We picked up more. I know you were on quite a while ago, and um, yes, I was. The show was just picked up. Yes, yeah, so much momentum. Uh, we're still going strong. We're in 22 countries. We have listeners around the world that are hearing our conversation right now, and the podcast of our show. Um, is uh, distributed by iHeartRadio and iTunes and Google and Alexa and Chrome and and um, iTunes and you know Spotify and on and on and on. So we're really, you know, it's really taking on a, a life of its own. And um, you know, we're still doing it to it. It's so great to have you back on the show. It really is. Thank Absolutely. you. Thank you. It's great. To be back. Oh, Give bless you, sweet thoughts. T- tell us about what you what you've been doing. I know you have a new film to well, talk about and a new project and.
0: Yeah, we just recently uh, got a wait to done. It's now uh, available on Amazon Prime. So we hustled real hard and we're able to get, we're very grateful for the people at uh, Amazon for picking us up. So we're real good there. Uh, Since the last talk, go ahead.
2: That's fantastic because you know we were we were awaiting uh, the production of that. The last time you were on the show, we heard about it. It was a horror sci-fi movie, and uh, Mm -hmm. now that it's actually seen the dawn, and we have no more awaiting. And I gotta say that we we're (laughs) excited to see it. (laughs) We're excited to see it, Greg. Um, But can you? you, you, uh, Yeah, I have to tell you, I love the commentary
0: that was made about that. I thought that was great because I'm gonna steal it now. (laughs) (laughs)
2: Thank you (laughs) But uh, can you give us a a brief rundown On what it's about And the character you play, my darling
0: Essentially, A Way to Dawn Is uh, about a troubled family They've got little problems As all families, I think uh, Across America and the world do Uh, They're traveling from the country And they get hijacked uh,
2: Uh By what
0: we'll call a desperate man Who was in the science world Worked for the government
2: Wow. And uh, and
0: he's uh, he's actually running from. Uh, it's got a kind of a science fiction sort of aspect to it. So he's running from. See, that's uh, from another uh, dimension, and wow. they come face to face. Yeah, come face to face with the family and our creature, and they are kind of locked in uh, in a scenario of who's going to blink first. <laughs>
2: You, you know, I've got to admit, that sounds like my kind of movie because I'm into that kind of thing. And the whole, like, knowing that that, that person could come from another dimension in, in something like a horror movie as well can be seen as so freaking cool. But, I mean, the people – I know people generally find the the horror genre fascinating. It's always been fascinating to me. There's a huge market for it, and we all sorts of questions arise for the the average viewer regarding the roles played within that genre simply because it takes you sure. to – extreme and other worldly viewing experiences, right? So what Absolutely. attracted you to that role and how was your experience within that horror aspect of the movie?
0: Well, you know, I grew up with, you know, watching a lot of horror films and so forth and I think the what attracted to me to the film in general was the possibilities that I've always thought that there are there are other dimensions that live upon us. I mean as yeah really, simple as we we hear about people saying that they're visited by aberrations or ghosts and they walk yes. among us and so forth and so on. And yeah can that can really be proven false because it's just, it just can't be. Um, yeah. so the idea that it exists is kind of an interesting one so that we could possibly be visited um, in various forms. Uh, yes. Surely appeals to me. So there was that aspect of it. I got it was a great opportunity to work with a childhood uh, uh, kind of idol of mine, uh, Dee Wallace, who did. Oh wow. uh, Yeah, and then I also got a chance to work with uh, with um, with Malachi, who was actually Courtney Gaines from uh, Children of the Corn. So those wow. were a couple of horror films and in, in science fantasy that I grew up on. yeah i was able to work with them so in order so knowing i could pull them together for the film was uh it was kind of the added plus
3: for me
2: that's exciting i mean i grew up with watching children of the corn too so i mean that's one of the legendary ones that sticks out in my mind absolutely incredible that must have been so exciting for you okay so It um, it was yeah yeah as an as an actor Okay, so we know about method acting and drawing on experiences in life to bring the character you play to life and make your role believable. Um, Because of this, do you ever find it hard to uh, switch off from any role that you've played?
3: Yeah, I mean,
0: there's an aspect of it, sure. Um, Because you want to, you know, if you're shooting on a continuous daily basis, You have to maintain that character because, you know, you have to, sometimes you're shooting out of sequence. You know, films generally aren't done that you look at a script and we're going to shoot page one to page
2: 150.
0: Yeah. You know, you may start the production and you're on day, you're on day 30 in essence. Um, And then a week later, you're going back to, to, to uh, page two. So you kind of have to understand that characters sort of have to continually be there for you to continue to draw upon them, so that there's a continuity of of character.
2: Wow, it's, I know that's it's incredible.
0: complicated, but it's, uh, it gets there. And then, yeah, you I was know, gonna say.
2: Yeah. Deaths. No, Carol, I was gonna say yeah. The complication of it all. Uh, please continue, sweetheart. Yeah, it's
0: you know there's depending upon the. Certainly some characters are much greater to uh you'll take a thought of Daniel Day Lewis and my left foot. It took mm-hmm. Daniel several several months to break away from that because of the depth that he goes through for certain roles. Um but you know, you try to you try to realize that you do have other things that are around you and so you you drop some of it. You know, you can't walk home if you're playing a serial killer. You certainly can't, you can't walk home. And be juggling knives in the kitchen while your <laughs> wife, or your immediate other is uh, looking at you like, uh,
2: just stay away from it. <laughs> Yeah, right? That's kind of scary. Because, you yeah. know, I've, I've, I've watched things like, of course, so many different types of genres and movies. And I, uh, the question I've just asked you is something that has always been um, something that pops into my mind when watching a character play really deep. And, um, you know, specific role that it requires them to capture every essence of, of that character on screen. And you hear about people in Hollywood, especially um, Jim Carrey, with his role that he had playing—I think it was Jim—and um, how he had a hard time breaking away from the role that he was playing. And I know that that caused a great stir in Hollywood um, regarding, you know, his mental health and all that kind of. But anyway, um, I always find it very interesting how deep you have to go to play a role, and I'm absolutely in awe of any actor that can pull off a role so amazingly well that you just get so drawn into the movie and who they are, and then you're just a huge fan of that character. Of course.
0: Oh, I couldn't agree with you more. Um, I, yeah. You know, I, I tend to look at those actors like Sean Penns of the world, and you look at Spicoli that he did uh, many years ago, and, and yet you look at the work he does now, and you see there's these huge changes in him, obviously yeah. from the character standpoint, but you look at what he's done and you wonder what 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 are we getting? Who is this guy really as a as a human being as Sean as yeah. Penn and Jim let's say. But you know, the the interesting thing is you're not really playing a genre. So like not everybody yeah. who plays serial killer is a serial killer. That's so course. you have yeah. to find you have to find what is it within you that that will lead you to need the relationship value to the character. So when you're looking at a case of that, it might be something that you draw that as a child you didn't get touched in the kind of way from your mother that you that you needed. And when I mean that, I mean the gentle stroking of her, her hand on your arm. That when yeah. she said things all right, and you take that feeling and you would apply it to something that that your that your your character is is going after. So even though he may be going after uh, like a Ted Bundy and, and the, you know, the different actors that have played that, they're yeah. looking at approaching the serial killer from a particular need. So right. it's the need play. It's not so much the circumstance because what will happen is the script itself, the story that you watch, will unfold, and it will tell you everything that you need to know
1: about it.
2: Yeah, absolutely. It's incredible. I find the whole Thing fascinating. Um, the other um questions we have for you. Um acting and producing on the same project. Now this is just sparked up in my mind, okay? Um now that that's a really interesting concept and combination. How how difficult is that? Can you tell us more about your experience with that? Well,
0: right now I'm laughing really hard. So. I was gonna say I hear you chuckling away there. <laughs> <laughs> It is a very complicated. I revel at at, at uh, my comrades who are able to do it, and certainly we don't hear any of that. And so I, I, you can't really you can't really gain any, and you can't really gauge your your own ideas based upon them. But I will tell you, in the experiences that I have, um, there's producing, there's money investing, producing, there's a variety of ways, but. When you have dollars that are on the line and you're actually having to turn that off and you're trying to perform that is that can be a that can be a little bit of a of a, of a brain you know what because yeah. <laughs> you're watching things, well you're watching things around you, and when people stand around and you know yeah. and uh or they're not prepared and they don't come to the table ready. It all that means is that as the clock is clicking, so go Dallas. But that just means that you have to dig deep inside of yourself and you have to say, okay, I need to really, you know, dig deep inside my character and block those things out, which in itself is a very challenging thing because you have to, you have to find yourself so immersed in your character that you won't be thinking about stuff like that.
2: Wow, yeah, I can imagine the uh the juggle between the two quite um a difficult scenario. I mean, mm-hmm. I just trying to place myself in that situation right now, and I gotta tell you, no, 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 <laughs> maybe I'm just judging yeah. myself too harshly here, but yeah, <laughs> no.
1: Greg, Greg was uh yeah. oh, 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 was Wait Till Dawn uh shot in California here? Was it an LA, LA um, based? So, so, much, so many movies these days go to they get they get the okay to make a movie. They go up to Canada and and film them. Was this was this a uh, a film that was done in California or regionally? or regionally?
0: Oh, done was all shot in California and, and specifically it was shot in the L.A. Ventura County uh, uh, area. Wow, terrific. County. For those who wow. might be unaware of it, Ventura would be kind of just to the north, uh, westerly northern uh county over from Los Angeles. So we I, shot a lot of the interior set stuff we shot in Los Angeles County and then a lot of the exteriors we shot in Ventura. We were fortunate enough to have the same I'm gonna I'm gonna drop some stuff here, some sort of like name dropping, but we uh we did a lot of our exteriors in the same time that uh or in the same place that uh once Upon a Time in Hollywood, was
3: uh Sean. Wow. So, Oh, wow, wow. It was wow.
0: thing to walk around in uh, Tarantino's footsteps or in Leonardo DiCaprio's footsteps or... Oh, You're already a plug i I
1: did a... Um, I, I did a few Amazon. I was in a... I um, casted to do a... Uh, commercial for Amazon Prime that was shot in a place I'd never heard of before, but in Ventura, Ventura Farms or something, where evidently a ton, a lot of movies and films, it was like all this farmland. And we had, uh, it was back, the, the commercial, which I get to see, I got to see how they do this, was um, a Napoleon uh, era commercial where the French, you know, the whole thing, and the Napoleon outfits and the mm-hmm. horses and carriages. And it was incredible. I, I hadn't been on set or done anything in a long time, but, that was in Ventura, and I just looked at that area, and they said, oh, yeah, there's a whole lot of production done here. And I was like, wow, you, you know, you come, I'm in L.A., and what do I know? You know, you do your thing here in yeah, L.A. And- no,
0: that's, that's very true. There's <laughs> a lot of my studios, kind of independent studios, that uh, are actually all over the place. And you'd be surprised when you're watching, watching something, you're thinking – Wow, this is uh this is wasn't shot in LA because you know, I, I get, you know, Hollywood, LA, that's like the big picture. That's what everybody thinks it's you know, it's all about. But reality it's not. It's it's uh you know, a lot of the big studios are there, but they unfortunately for for tax particular reasons, uh we you know we shoot out of uh we shoot out of state or out of uh yeah,
1: out of, out county of, out of country. Yeah. T- talk to us a little bit about cuz yeah. your 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 involvement both as an actor, producer, writer um is phenomenal and unique and and you know and you've kind of broken through and made some incredible, you know, uh, headway um and, and breakthroughs in, in a very difficult industry to do so and you you've been very <laughs> successful and, and and for that reason alone it's great to have you on the show as well. Um Thank you. And uh, yeah, really. I mean, that in all sincerity. And uh, so, can you talk us through? Uh, so I know it's come up on the show before with listeners, and we've had people who've written screenplays and people who've written books. And it's you know, I, what do we know? We sit here and talk about whatever comes to mind at that moment. But it's great that people <laughs> actually know something about what they're talking about. But, <laughs> I mean, right? but can you can you talk us through um, the process? And what, you know, so you have this idea. Do uh, you take an idea to a book? Do you take it to a screenplay? And, and, and that's A.B. What happens after you have the book or screenplay? Who do you go to next? How does this become facilitated? Who do you get excited about an idea? How does the idea go from an idea to here's a check and here's a production on Amazon? I mean, my gosh, that's incredible. You've done this. This is amazing. And, and you know, I want yeah. our listeners to know that this is no easy feat what this guy has accomplished here. This is incredible. It's great. Great. Yes. Well, so go ahead.
0: Certainly, certainly not to discourage uh, young filmmakers and writers and so forth that are out there. Um, your your opportunity, your your chances of getting a job, becoming a doctor are far greater, far greater than they are to make any kind of money, any kind of whether it is money or fame or uh, notoriety. It's much easier to become a successful doctor or attorney than it is to land some of those things in, in the entertainment business. Yeah. Um, there are thousands upon thousands of we'll just say actors and you can you and and literally one percent of all of those actors that are out there are making an actual living. Uh the the rate right now is like your average actor is makes about fifteen thousand dollars a year. Good luck. Wow. It truly, that's very tough. I mean, writing a screenplay or, or putting a treatment together, there is a certain amount of luck to that. I mean, I would say there's quite a bit of luck to that because it isn't a patent. You know, well, I'm going to go down to the market and I'm going to be able. Um I just happened to know um uh macho from I just happened to have been in a class um that I just happened to have taken because just as the steps went forward uh we talked afterwards I was interested in in financing a film um, we had a discussion I liked the script we worked on it quite a bit we sent it through a couple of rewrites and then uh, we put it together uh we hired independent filmmakers uh meaning direct um uh, cinematographers sound editing etc we went through a gamut of things but it was a it was you know it was a very fortunate and lucky break for all of us and that's yes. really what it takes is the lucky break so there is no there really is no patent formula. You just have to. You have to be more than anything. You have to be aggressive, and you, right. can't, you have to not give up attitude.
1: Yeah. I have a uh, a friend of mine you know, I used to, you know, having done the show for quite some time now. A lot of people know that I was a an airline pilot. I used to fly jets for a living. That and, and, well, was one of my careers. But anyway, uh, a good buddy that I flew with at the time went on to uh, for a very successful career with American Airlines and became a a captain and a and the go-to guy on CNN. His name is Les Abend. Uh, when an aviation accident or incident or crash would happen, like the Max Eight and so forth, uh, the disappearance of the of the jet in the mm-hmm. Gulf, um, you know, he, he's the guy that you saw on CNN. Uh, he wrote a a novel called Paper Wings, and it had an aviation um, had an aviation angle, but it was a detective, edge of your seat um, kind of a you know kidnapping, murder, mystery, and a, a pilot is involved as one of the characters. And he wrote this book distributed by Amazon and others and he and we got to talking one day and he said, Andy, hey, you know you know, I I was reading the book, I'm saying let's just make a great great um you know, a TV series or a movie. And, and another friend of mine is a bandmate. I had a band for a long time, and that bandmate uh, is a guy who has been very successful as a screenwriter, as a matter of fact, responsible for many of the episodes of a show, TV show called House, of which he got an Emmy Award. His name is Larry Capro. So I was That's
2: talking to Larry. Was-
1: oh, yeah, and I was talking to Larry, and, you know, Emmy Award winner screen, you know, full-time job with CBS, or forget the Rogue, Rogue something he was writing uh, recently. But anyway, um so we were talking on the phone and, you know, hard to even connect with him. And finally we did. And and he said, um, you know, he got the book and everything. he says, Andy, you know what? There's a billion people out there with screenplays and ideas and it is next to impossible. It is what, what you know, great. You know, he, he said, look, the book is not for me. It's not, not, not anything I would do. It doesn't mean somebody else wouldn't. But he said what, you know, trying to get this book into into something is, you know, it's, it's going to take you a whole lot of time and effort and good luck. Forget it. It ain't going to happen. Well, then, and I'm, I'm, But if, if that was the truth, then nothing would ever materialize if that were true. No, I, never I, be a movie. I
0: agree. With, and I agree with you, Ben, which comes to the point of, like, with our film, the horror sci-fi, is how many horror films do you think are, are, are thrown out there on an annual basis? There's a ton of them. It just, there has to be, you have to have something in your film that sort of separates it from some else. That's kind of a start because, as he was saying, you know, well, there's a lot of this, there's a ton of that under, under what your friend's book was about. Now, ours was kind of fortunate because, A, it had a couple of things that were locked in. It had,
2: uh, it had a
0: prequel, it had a sequel that was there, it had a, uh, an, a, a, uh, an idea that wasn't really explored all that much, so there was some room for it being slightly different. But when it came, so it's just you have to be lucky that somebody sees that there's a little something that's different. And you know, and I'm not knocking your friend's book by any stretch of the imagination. But -hmm. unfortunately, there is a there's ten thousand of the same kinds of stories, and Mm -hmm. to each individual and each story, it sounds really, really, really good. But how does it make a difference? How did what made House different then any other medical show that was out. There just happened to be yeah. kind of a twist. Getting our yeah. film distributed was tough. I mean, it took literally, it took two years to be able to <clears throat> get Whoa. somebody Hey, and that was a lot of hammering on the phone. I personally, with a couple of my producing partners, were constantly hammering uh, distributors, sales agents, to try to find somebody that, that, that would, would take on the film. I got lucky with the domestic distribution that my agent happened to have put a film together and she was in contact with a distributor and fortunately there's the luck factor. And luck is luck is needed. I mean the luck factor came in and said she said, Yeah, we I love the film. I wanna I wanna do something with it. How can we talk? What can we do? Yeah. And it kind of progressed there i had better international uh opportunities faster than i had the domestic but it's just that you you have to somebody has to believe in you enough that when they look at it and that's the thing you can't you know you you can't it's not like putting a shoe on you cannot count on that it's but somebody's yeah. there it takes perseverance and it takes a lot of effort and uh and, and
3: fortitude to do it
2: Absolutely. I think you've got to have that strong mindset, haven't you, to just really believe to. in something, the project that you're working on, and just really push it and move forwards with it. It's
1: incredible. Cornell Butler's on the line real quick. He chimed in. He's got to go, but I wanted to say hi.
3: Hey, hey. Hey, guys. How you doing? Hey, good. Right. Hey, How's everybody doing? Greg, thanks for coming on the Andy Amanda Show. Man? I'm doing great, man. I'm doing great. Sorry, I missed um, half of the show. You know, thanks for coming on on the show. Yo, dude, this show, I told you about your movie, man. I done watched it like three times. The Way to Dawn, it was awesome, man.
2: Wow. I'm excited. It's going to be on my list to watch. I hope you yeah. bought it all
3: the
0: time.
3: I need you to buy it every
2: time
3: you watch it. <laughs> I'm to buy it. Man. Just for you, I'm going to buy it at least four times.
2: No. That it. sounds like I a plan. It.
3: Definitely. Anything for my friend Greg, <laughs> my brother. <laughs> <laughs> really appreciate what's that. What's up, Brother you Andy agree. and Sister Amanda?
2: <laughs> oh, we're doing very good in our little uh, Andy and Amanda show convent.
1: <laughs> we're doing all right. Awesome. This, this, this little bubble we live in, the Andy and Amanda show is doing great. Greg, what else, what's in the works right now? What's next? I know you're probably going to be focusing on this show, getting it out there, doing more publicity. Maybe, uh, maybe do you, do you try to get on the talk show circuit, on the on the Jimmy Kimmel type shows? And um, does that happen now, or how does that happen?
0: Again, with a lot of uh, fortune and luck, I might get onto something like the Jimmy Kimmel show. Having the opportunity to be on your show is uh, is super, and it's much mm-hmm. much gratitude from this side on doing that. Um oh, bless You know, me. the thing is that you try to. You know, you try to, you can't put all your eggs in one basket and be just working on the one thing because inevitably that does kind of come to an end and you have to have something prepared to move forward. Right now, yeah. as an actor, I've got a couple of police dramas um, that I'm looking, that they're that I've penned in to do. There is also uh, a comedy that I'm just waiting for a phone call to finance. I've gone through three producer sessions on it, so... Uh, That may come come to happen. Uh, Mm. The I can't really discuss the others only because I'm under an NDA, and for those who I understand that is,
1: Uh, yeah, yeah, we we Um, know. And
0: it's it's it's, it's both of these projects have some some pretty well established stars in them, so they don't like to have anything set until certain things happen. Of course. Do
1: you do you do? When you, get, get, when you see opportunities for acting, do you have an agent do this for you? Do you get actors access, do you, which is, folks, a, a breakdown service one can subscribe to and submit uh, to try to get an audition, like yeah, L.A. Like casting, Backstage. I don't know. There's so many of them, I guess. Um, but how does, how does that process work, um, putting aside the producing of the film? But just as an actor, how do you go about doing that? What, what's the process?
0: If I relied on, on somebody else to make my career for me, it would never happen. So, right. that sort of or yes, I have an agent, yes, I use actors access, and for anybody out there that is thinking of being in the entertainment business as an actor, if you're not on actors access, you might as well just continue to watch daytime television um, yeah. hey, Greg, now, Greg,
3: Greg yeah, I, I have a question for I got a question for you how, sure. how did um, the big. How did you like working with um, the amazing film um, with Master P? I got the hook up too. How was he? Oh, with Master P? Yes, and on, on I hook up too. He was. Yeah. He is great. He is
0: a great guy. He's very giving. Uh, people around him. If you want. If you wanted more takes, Master P said, "Let him shoot that again. Let him do this. Let him do that." Uh, I thought, uh, you know, see, if I. Get the chance to work with him again It would be just very thrilling Yes man That's cool Great. man I'm a fan of his
3: Well you know it's,
0: it, it It's like in anything It's really at least to me It's very fascinating to see who People are in real life You know reality check here Is that we are all Kind of captivated by this image That we see whether on a big screen Or television Um but you don't really know who those people are, which is the part of when when the general public or the people who are out to bash your careers and so forth, they don't know who these people are. And I'll tell you, people like D. Wallace, uh, people like uh, Courtney, uh, Bruce Davidson, I worked with Eric Roberts, uh, Matthew. he sure, sure. worked with a few different people. Um, you get to see these people... In a real-life setting, you know, in between takes, uh you're, you're sitting at, at the table eating, breaking bread, you're talking. Um, uh, whether Eric likes this or not, I'll tell you a quick story about that. He loves pizza. So uh, we would go out at times and have pizza <laughs> and just think that celebrities, they can't eat because they won't look good on film. Now, that's that's kind of a general rule to, to follow. Yeah. Because that's right.
3: Down to but, earth, man. Remember, we were talking when we was at the pizza place. Absolutely.
0: So you know exactly yes.
3: where I'm going. To
0: is that? Yes. yes he tell you straight up his favorite food in the world is pizza,
2: and he'll yeah. tell you
0: he wants he wants extra garlic and <laughs> extra tomato on his pizza.
2: Yep. Yeah. Well, I thought he
0: did. So down to earth. What a great, 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 great guy. I'm just he in his way is very is very similar to that. Now maybe I've been very fortunate that I've worked with some very down to earth people, but the reality check on that is is they're more out there than people, you know, don't believe everything that you read, everything that you hear. These of people course. are good people. You know, they yeah. just they make movies for a living, that's what they do.
1: Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. speaking Speaking of movies, entertainment, TV and film, we have clocks and timelines and schedules and we have to maintain here before uh, to get, move on with the show. And, Greg, I want to thank you very much uh, for being with us and I want to get you back on the show. I'd like to invite you on. As a matter of fact, I had this idea while we're talking. It would be so great. Uh, I know it's been months and months and months since you've been on. And to check in with this, I guess, get in touch with the, with Cornell Um and uh, you know reality radio let's let's watch you know and listen to and talk about what you're doing what your trials and tribulations are what your successes are what you're looking to do and talk because there's so many people who have a, an interest in acting in entertainment in film want to get to know the people behind the scenes i mean it's huge and it's been huge on the show when we have folks of your caliber and emerging actors and producers uh on the show it's always been very good for our uh, for our numbers actually anyway uh but uh, um we Go love ahead. to get uh, you We'd love to get you back on. Uh, we have to move on now. We're going to bring on our next. We're going to go from the from the film and entertainment business to to the investment day trading and and AMC and and uh, and GameStop with Lee Van Dusen as special guest. Will lowback investors. And um, Greg, if you want to hang in there and, and be part of that conversation, you don't you don't have to go. Uh, you know you can hang in. I'm not going to kick you off the show no, no, if you want to hang in. I, I, yes.
0: Actually, I. Actually, have a, another phone call that I ha- I do have to take, okay. but I want to say no. thank you very much, three of you, giving me the opportunity to talk about the film, and I would love to come back again, and we can shoot for a whole bunch of different contexts or conversation or whatever. But uh, Absolutely. Just, I just tell you yeah. to shut that guy up. We got to move on. <laughs> you got to move on. <laughs> All right, great